Welcome to Money Isn't Scary, a podcast for women to explore our fears around money and inspire each other to be financially independent. I'm Megan Dwyer, and I'm making it my personal mission to remove the taboo around money and help women rewrite their stories so they can stop staying small and start to live the life they truly desire. Get ready to be uncomfortable. It's not easy to unpack our thoughts and behaviors, but we will learn so much about ourselves in the process. I'm super excited for you to join me on this journey. Let's do this. Hi, you guys. Welcome to episode six of the Money Isn't Scary podcast. Today, I'm starting a two-part series on fear, Um, specifically fear that we all deal with every day and probably aren't even aware of it. Fear of missing out, FOMO, and fear of running out, FORO. And I really want to dive into the impact that they have on our relationships with money. Both of these are so relevant these days in the middle of a pandemic, and I can tell you that I experience both of them uh, more than daily, several times a day. So I want to start today with talking about FOMO because this is a big one. And it's really very embedded into our culture. It's so ingrained in us that people don't even think about how it might be affecting us negatively. So what is FOMO? Well, in my opinion, it's a modern form of debt. Um, But according to Urban Dictionary, it's the feeling of anxiety or insecurity over the possibility of missing out on something. And it's more often than not triggered by seeing social media posts and wishing that you were part of the fun. In our world, and especially now in COVID, social media is like the main form of community. We don't want to feel isolated, so we have no choice but to not see what everybody else is up to. And I'm not talking about people's vacations because nobody's really going anywhere right now. But literally, what everybody eats, how they dress, what they do for work what their kids are doing, what their kids are dressing like. We compare ourselves to everyone we see, and we essentially motivate ourselves to buy things that we may not actually be able to afford. FOMO is this mindset that reflects the normalization of impulse spending. We say to ourselves, I want what they want, and I'll pay for it, and I don't care how. Isn't that what credit cards are for? Um, (laughs) No, not really. Our culture today values experiences, and uh, we live in the here and now, and we have a really hard time seeing what's in the future. Money is for us to have fun. There is like this need to show off, to literally keep up with the Kardashians. And I don't know about anybody else, but there's, I don't know anybody in my immediate circle who has $900 million like Kylie Jenner. So it seems like a pretty fruitless effort to try. (laughs) Through social media, not only are we comparing ourselves, but we see direct targeted ads for things that we must have um, if we want to be like everybody else. And we're going to talk more, I'm going to talk a little bit more about this later, um, specifically when it comes to social media and and marketing. Um, But I first want to talk about some numbers. In 2018, there was a study that came out, I believe from Credit Karma, that found that that almost 40% of Americans ages 18 to 34 who were 
specifically surveyed in this study, said that they've gone into debt just to keep up with their friends' lifestyles. <laughs> this just makes me so upset. People try to avoid FOMO by spending more than they have on everyday things. But it's not just the everyday things. It's also on the bigger things, which is why it's so closely tied to this YOLO lifestyle as well. YOLO meaning you only live once. Um, it's like this idea that, you know, why not now? Why not just enjoy my life? Because, hey, you only live once, right? And life is too short. Um, but there are some drawbacks to that, too. That could be a, kind of an unhealthy relationship if it goes too far. So according to the study, 27% of millennials feel uncomfortable saying no when a friend suggests an activity that they can't afford. Okay, so there's a problem with that, but I'm going to go on for one second. Um, nearly 75% of those who said that they've gone into debt due to FOMO also said that, that they've kept it a secret, which is literally, in my opinion, the worst possible thing you can do. I am. I started this podcast in the first place so that we can start to remove that shame and the stigma around money. Let's talk about money, people. And more than that, we have to learn to be true to ourselves and honor who we are and what is important to us and not put other people's needs ahead of us and ahead of our own needs and what we want to do. Um. This mindset is so dangerous because what it's doing is it's putting the emphasis on the here and the now, which is great. You do have to be at the moment. Absolutely. But that doesn't mean that you have to put yourself in debt to be present. What it's doing is it's totally avoiding any long-term planning, like for the future. So, you know, eventually if you, what are your goals? Everybody has goals at some point. Do you want to buy a house? Do you want to start a family? Do you want to start a business, buy a car? I don't know, go on a big vacation somewhere, um, whatever it is. FOMO is this mindset made to hold us back, not to look forward. And, and what we need to do, and I'm going to talk about this in a little in a minute, is, is get clear on what our values are, what our priorities are, and what we want our futures to look like. According to another study um, that I found, those who suffer from FOMO feel less competent, less autonomous, and less connected than those who don't worry about being left out. I find this really interesting because this is the exact opposite of what we think is the original intent by it. We think we're going to fit in more. We think we're going to be more connected when in reality it's, it, it's doing the complete opposite for us. And I would be remiss if I didn't talk about FOMO as a sales strategy, too. A quick Google search sent me down the path of FOMO marketing. And yes, this is an actual thing. It refers to the message that appeals to consumers, to consumers' desire to seize every opportunity before it slips through our fingers. People don't want to look back on their lives and wonder, what if, what if I didn't do this? People would rather make an impulse purchase than regret failing to act. That is just so messed up in my mind. Does this make anybody else seriously stick to, sick to their stomachs? The thing is, is we're all sucked into this. Here's an example. Our smartphones are really smart. They're listening to our conversations. 
we talk about something and then a day later an ad shows up on our Facebook account for that exact same thing that we're talking about. But now, instead of just the ad itself with FOMO marketing, now the store, it's where you can get the item pops up saying it has a limited time deal with this huge promotion that ends in three days. You must act fast, limited time only. You become afraid of missing out on this opportunity because you won't be able to get whatever it is at this price again. It's so clever. It's so genius, right? And it works. So I want to tell you a couple stories of how this uh, has impacted me and my particular life. So I saw this shirt on Instagram the other day, and I'm big into the um, shirts with phrases on them. <laughs> I don't know. I just think they're they're funny sometimes. So I found this shirt. I kept looking at it, and I clicked. I never bought it. Um, the next day, I clicked again. Now I'm literally seeing it everywhere on social media, on every social media site, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. I'm getting targeted messages from the specific stores um, saying to me, hey, there's only three left in stock. So I need to buy quickly because the last time it was available, it sold out in 24 hours. This feeling is literally terrifying as a consumer. The shirt's only $30. I deserve it, I'm telling myself, right? I have, to, I have to act fast or else it won't be available. I gotta do this now. There's also FOMO in the form of deals, discounts. I told you guys about my thing for J. Crew Factory. There are always one day urgent sales. Everything is 70% off today only until midnight. If you go to the website, literally there might even be a clock on the website or a countdown up at the top saying how how many hours and minutes you have until this deal is gone and you won't be able to get it back again. The FOMO here is not be, being able to get a deal, but did we actually need or want this in the first place? In my, I'd say in 95 cases, 95% of cases for me, I, it's, it's, I, I didn't need it. I didn't want it. I just stumbled on it. So these are all tools that try to get me, every consumer out there, that, to, that try to create this sense of urgency that prompts us to make impulsive purchases. So how do we move through this fear of missing out? I've got a couple of tips. Um, the first is to realize that you might not actually be missing out. And this one is huge. How much of social media is exaggerated to seem bigger, better, and more fun than it really is. Like all of it. Social media is really just a platform for us to create an image of who we want to be rather than who we are. I say this all the time. How many times do you see um, what appears to be the perfect family photo up on Instagram? But you don't see the real stuff that came before and after that picture. You don't see the screaming kids, the um, the, <laughs> the fighting that the parents are going through to try to get everybody to, to, to get out of the house and get dressed, right? The the bribery. <laughs> I know I use um, I have to use lollipops to get my kids to even look, not not even smile, but just look at the camera. Just the general chaos, right? FOMO is nothing more than comparing ourselves to the exaggerated lives of others, not the real lives. The other, another tip I have is to limit social media. I mean, this seems obvious. It's hard right now. It sucks because we're in COVID. And again, we want to feel connected in some way 
um, to a community of people. But my suggestion is to try to find different ways to connect with people. Um, I'm guilty of this all the time. I could just as easily pick up the phone and make a call to a friend that I haven't talked to in a little while and probably feel better about everything. But social media just makes it so much easier to access to, to every, it's in our face all the time. We're on the constantly. It's not, and it's not inherently bad, but it's when you find yourself kind of mindlessly scrolling that, and mindlessly scrolling and, and in my opinion, also spending money on stuff or even wanting to spend money on stuff that I don't need. I never had any intention to buy in the first place just because I'm scrolling. That's really when it's, it should have the awareness of what's going on and that should be a sign to just put it down. The third tip I have is to be okay with not being able to do it all. This is a huge one for me. There's not enough time in a day to do everything. That's like lessons from mobbing 101. There's, there will always be something that we didn't get to do during the day that we wanted to do. <laughs> do we ever have a chance to say to ourselves, wow, I just completed everything I needed to do for work. My, my to-do list is clean. Um, I had time to be with my family today. I had lunch with my friends. I got to go for a run. I got to catch up on all those shows that I wanted to watch. No, I mean, that's literally never. Nobody ever says that, ever. We have, we have to pick and choose our battles and do what's essential for ourselves based on our priorities and be okay with not getting to the rest. This is all about finding balance, which is easier said than done, I know, but we need to try because when it affects our wallets and our, our bottom line and our, and our feelings around money, then it becomes a problem. So we need to, to be able to prevent that or at least step in and, and counteract it from the beginning. The last tip I have is to get clear on your values. And I had mentioned this before. It's really important to figure out what is important to you and to the core of who you are. When you're clear on your priorities, you will make fewer impulsive financial decisions. You need to ask yourself what that is for you. What are your priorities? And this is all about mindset. For me, it's family. I'm working to make fewer purchases of shoes that I don't need and instead put that money aside in an account to you know, save up and hopefully take my kids to Disney World sometime soon. So, you know, that's, that's where I'm at. And that's hard. It's hard when you're used to buying shoes to put a bandaid on a problem. In my research on FOMO and YOLO, I came across another acronym that I want to leave you with. JOMO. JOMO is the exact opposite of FOMO. It is the joy of missing out. It's the idea of consciously choosing what makes us happy and being intentional about how we spend our time. It's being present without worrying what we're missing out on or how it's going to look on social media, because God forbid, right? There's a book out there that's specifically called The Joy of Missing Out, Finding Balance in a Wired World, and it's written by Christina Crook. You can also check out um, experiencejomo.com, which is a website that also related to the book by Christina Crook. It's really a movement to help people find the joy of missing out on the right things and find digital well-being. 
pretty cool, I think. I think we all could use this right about now. Oh, and there's also a podcast if you're interested in looking into that more as well. So that's it for today, guys. If you are interested in hearing more and engaging with others on this topic, you can um, follow my Facebook page at Money Isn't Scary, where we build a community of like-minded women willing to recognize that they have a right and responsibility to fight for their own financial security. See you next time. Hey guys, thanks for joining me on this episode of the Money Isn't Scary podcast. You can find more information and connect with a community of like-minded women looking to explore their money stories on the Money Isn't Scary Facebook page. And if you like this podcast, please feel free to leave a review. Thanks for listening.